Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome back, tea timers. This is your host, Regina Young. This is Tea Time Midlife Edition. Today's subject is owning your wrist in midlife. Yes, um, actually, it's a a really great subject. Uh, I've come across a few things and I just want to share them with you and uh, um, talk about, you know, what it's like in midlife and to own, you know, all aspects of your life and um, really be responsible for the things that come in and out of your life. But today's tea is, which I love, it's called um, Pomegranate Piazza. Um, It's actually from Bigelow. And um, it's kind of sweet and kind of tangy. And it's got that like fruity pomegranate kind of flavor. So it's really quite good. You know, some of the benefits of pomegranate tea is, and I actually didn't know this, but pomegranate tea is a good blood thinner. And I was like, hmm, surprised about that. Also, it prevents um, arthritis. And um, it's, of course, loaded with lots of vitamins and nutrients like uh, vitamin K and vitamin C, and it improves the memory. So if you hadn't got a chance, mm, oh, that's, that's lovely. Uh, try some uh, Bigelow's Pomegranate Piazza Tea. Now, all the teas that are suggested here, um, you make sure you speak with your um, herbalist or um, doctor to see if it fits in your health regimen. Well, let's just get right into it. Uh, you know, in this time, you know, there is uh, COVID-19. And I came across something from the Texas Medical Association. It was like a chart about uh, owning your wrists. And I thought, um, it says like, know your wrists during a COVID-19. You know, on a scale to one to 10, like how risky are you? And I thought, boy, that is so specific. And boy, would that make a difference? Maybe I'll make different choices, you know, when I go out or, you know, every, you know, thing that I do in my life right now with COVID, uh, you know, infections running so high that um, I get to choose, is that important? Is that worth taking a risk? And at what level risk am I taking? So like, for instance, like, um, it's on a scale to one to 10. And I was like, okay, so going to pump gas is like a two. No problem. I, I can do that, you know, after, um, you know, let's say going to play tennis. 
which happens to be a two as well. So it's like a really low risk. You're not, you know, coming across a lot of people. It's easy to distance six feet apart, like all that. And I thought, no, that's great. Going camping's a two. It was really low. I was like, okay, even the grocery store is like a three. It's like very low on a scale. But then I started looking and I'm like, wow, the numbers start changing where that explains a lot. And I can stay conscious of if someone's inviting me to come to their house, you know, am I willing to take that risk? Well, that was like a moderate risk. That's like a number five. I'm like, what? Just going to someone else's house? But then I got it. You know, the risk of going to someone's house, you could go in their house and someone could have been affected. And then look what happens. You are now, you know, taking it back to your low risk or moderately low risk house, you know, and you know, I was like, okay, okay, this chart, it's not a be all to end all, but it definitely would give me an idea of what level of risk am I putting myself in? And maybe I could choose something different. And, uh, and, um, that explains a lot why, you know, things are still like at, uh, some places are at yellow. Some places are still at, uh, you know, um, yellow, red kind of, cause you can tell by how it's going, why it's only takeout only. Like I was surprised and which made more sense cause there's no circulation in restaurants that eating in a restaurant is a seven. That's a moderate to high risk. I was like, well, that explains it. You know, like I needed a little more explanation of why are we, you know, I get that the distancing is, uh, um, because of, you know, things that are happening. And I'm not a medical person, but I am looking at this report and I just feel it'd be a great tool. So look at it um, below on um, the description of this podcast today. You'll, you'll see the link of, of uh, this chart. And I, you know, you know, ask you to print it out for yourself and share with uh, your kids and other people. So they get, and it's easier to explain to kids why it is what it is. So, um, that was one of the things. So then it started making me think about, well, wow, in midlife, you know, we all couldn't wait to get, I would think, (laughs) maybe I'm speaking, let me speak for myself. I could not wait to get to midlife. I was like, man, I get to own all my stuff. I get to, uh, um, you know, choose how my life's going to go. Like all that, you know, thinking, you know, you, you know, you'll be freed up. You could do pretty much so anything you wanted to do. And I got that, um, that, uh, um, in midlife, there's areas of our life that if you do not own it in midlife, it will totally own you. <laughs> like, so like for, I'll give you a few examples, like for like, um, relationships or dating or marriage, like all those things. Cause you know, I was looking at, um, a um, article I read and I was like, Oh my gosh, are you kidding? It was from the Harvard medical school. And it was, you know, at midlife, you know, um, when it comes to, uh, you know, STDs, it's really on the uptick, on the upswing. Because um, when, like, someone's partner, you know, unfortunately passes away or you get divorced or you break up and, uh, um, you know, you engage in more risky behavior in midlife, um, uh, we were used to, let's say, 
not growing up with, uh, um, you know, contraception only being like, uh, you know, a pill or a foam or something to that degree, not really looking at the, the need for condoms. So what happens is, you know, you're used to having a partner or a steady partner, you know, your risk was low, but then all of a sudden you get divorced and you are um, single or your partner passes away. You're now taking on high risk behavior, having multiple partners. And then all of a sudden we've got the uptick in, um, you know, in midlife, you know, so what there is, is, and that's one of the reasons why I said the, this uh, podcast to be owning um, your risks in midlife is starting to recognize that, wow, if I don't reckon, if I don't recognize that this is an area that I get to say how it goes, you know, I'm the owner of the results that come from this. And if I don't take ownership of it, someone else will, mm, I don't know, depends on what you're up to, but they could trample over your um, risks and just, you know, engage in high risk behavior. So um, the same thing when it comes to financial risks, I thought, wow, in midlife, you know, things we're supposed to be, you know, coasting into like a more, I don't know, a little more fan financially stable. But at, as we get older, and especially in this economy, with uh, the unemployment so high, like, you have to own that risk as well. Like literally, you know, 401ks are getting zapped, and savings are disappearing. It's like, I'm clear that if you do not have a side gig or a side hustle, it, you know, it's going to be challenging in midlife, you know, and um, there's a new thing that's called gig work. And, and that's something in midlife that uh, people who are used to having a, let's say, nine to five job would never even think of it as a possibility. So that is something to really consider gig work or, you know, um, taking your skills that you are really great at and those make them transferable in a different industry. Like, for instance, um, myself, I've worked in the pharmaceutical industry for many years, even while um, I was modeling. Um, and uh, I have now taken those skills that I use for pharmaceutical industry and I put it into um, a property management company, uh, working with a property management company. And that's something that I had to choose. I didn't just let, you know, life keep, you know, uh, uh, tossing me around. I had to choose like, okay, um, I have transferable skills. Um, my industry that I definitely had stayed in for 15 years and more is no longer a great industry to work in. I've got to have to shift and move to another industry, but my skill set is still very highly, uh, um, you know, sought after and lucrative. So let me try it in another industry. So that's just something to consider. Um, there, you know, there is a, a, you know, websites, you know, for gig work. So definitely look into it in midlife, you know, also look into, um, your physical, um, capabilities, like, you know, you go to the gym and well, actually with the COVID right now, going to gym, if you look at the list, oh my gosh, it's like super high. I was, I was surprised about it, but it makes sense. It's literally at high risk going to the gym. 
So physically taking care of yourself in midlife and owning your risks, going to the gym may not be a good option, but going online and, um, you know, uh, trying a lot of different things, um, to stay in good shape, staying mobile. For instance, one I've taken on, which I really recommend it's, um, Miranda and Esmond white age, age reverse, age reversal workout. And those workouts are so low impact and so about, um, staying mobile and, uh, flexible at any age. And, and we all need that because we're doing a lot more sitting and a lot more, uh, um, uh, limited, uh, going, you know, like before we used to walk to, um, you know, like to our job or commute and all that's taken out. So you have to put things in to, uh, um, keep yourself mobile as well as lifting, you know, moderate to light weights to keep your muscular level going. So that's another risk in midlife you have to take care of, but you know what, there is some risks that you can take on that make a difference. Like for me, I always said that, um, your mind is a place where you could take as many risks as you want to expand it, you know, to learn something new artistically, spiritually, or self-develop yourself. I mean, these are the areas in life that, you know, even under the spell of let's say COVID, um, we still have the opportunity to take a risk and own our midlife. You know, it's a challenge at the end of the day. And I get it that, uh, um, you know, all these different things are being, um, you know, uh, restricted, but, this is, you only get one, one life. And if you do not own all aspects of it, it, it can take you out. And, uh, um, the only reason why I brought this up because I came across the article about, uh, you know, be informed, know your, uh, risk during COVID-19. And it just made me say, wow, what other areas in my life am I not owning the risks? You know, I'm like, just, fumbling and tumbling along and hoping it all turn out, <laughs> you know? So, uh, I will definitely have the link, um, below in, uh, um, the comment section of the podcast for one, the chart and two, the article, the Harvard uh, medical uh, school article called sex, sexually transmitted disease at my age, like whoever even thought about it, but yeah, it's real. So these are questions you should ask yourself. I hope this opens up something for you like it opened up for me to look at all the areas in my life and to start being the author of my risks and the owner of the results my risks produce. Thank you. It's been Tea Time Midlife Edition. Have a good one. Cheers. It's Tea Time. Midlife Edition.